It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 224. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au. Tell you more about them shortly as I hopefully remember to ad-lib that into the middle of what will be a free-flowing podcast here because I want to edit this at the airport. I'll give you an intro and an outro, but that's about it. Stephen Fennick joins me in my hotel room here at the uh, W in San Francisco. Stephen, Welcome. Good to be here, Trevor. And why has your room got a coffee machine and mine not? Which is oh, ridiculous, given I don't drink coffee. <laughs> well, I've just made one anyway, so if you ignore the sipping noises. Yeah, just, Stephen's just made a beautiful cup of coffee, which smells awful, because that's my, my, my biggest hatred is smell of, of coffee. Right. No, I'm only joking. So we are here, obviously, as guests of Apple. We travelled here for the Apple event. I love the Apple events, because there's no certain day around what they're going to be about. This was just uh, Siri, give us a clue, and... Look, it was an interesting one because for me there was a couple of interesting cues that came well before the event, and we talked about them before. But you know, the size of the auditorium, the scale of the auditorium. But a couple of things changed when I got here. Um, firstly, it wasn't—I don't think it was significant—the choice of the auditorium um, because there's a huge Salesforce conference on. They simply couldn't have got any of the normal venues. But that doesn't say they wouldn't have done it no. at Cupertino or somewhere well, else. Just, just to explain, our hotel we're staying is right across the road from the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts, which is where they have a lot of their product launches. Yeah. It would have been very handy just to walk across the road. But as you said, this Dreamforce Salesforce conference has kind of taken over the town. Mm. So Apple have decided uh, they use the Bill Graham uh, Civic Auditorium, which is a concert venue and yeah. with tiered seating. So it was a great view from every seat. They, they, did, they did pull the stage a bit further forward. It, it's a 7,000 capacity stadium. So they did bring the stadium a bit more a bit forward to sort of make it a little bit smaller. And, and similar, in my mind, to the way one year ago today, in fact, they, they, they had the Cupertino building that we were in. They did a lot of work in that auditorium to yeah. build it out so that they had the stage and then they had the, the offshoot areas for the Apple TV and, and the other stuff we'll talk about in a minute. So huge event, but it actually wasn't as big in terms of scale on the inside as, as it might have seemed to be because it wasn't, wasn't really a 7,000 um, no. people there. Still, but Still a big crowd, though. Oh, Decent big, crowd. Still, big, still pretty big. Big crowd for sure, but critically also... I actually think this was a massive event because normally, you know, you have one big thing and then a kind of spin-off. Like last year it was iPhone and one more thing, the Apple Watch. But this was three product announcements and very quickly four, I... Four, if you count the old the Apple Watch stuff. There's yeah. more Apple Watch releases too. True. Well, the iPad and iPhone and Apple TV, they're updates of existing products. So is the Apple Watch. Yeah. So okay. you can technically say four things. I'll give you that. So let's kick it off with iPhone then. Okay. So, and bef- well, before I do that, let me say this one other thing. The, it was pretty much as rumoured yeah. the whole day. No, no. And, Except and, the name. I think everyone was thinking Force Touch, 3D Touch. That's how Huawei got out of the uh, lawsuit. But I read, I read the 3D, or I read you know, 3D Touch you know, yesterday on one of the rumour yeah. sites. So everything was out. And 
that says something to me about Apple struggling still to to constrain uh, everything about their chain. But you know, for, and, and the way reason I know that is you know to let people in on a little bit of the the secret of the way we do the web sometimes is you know you kind of pre-write a story based on what you think it's going to be and then you edit it up because you want to get it out as quick as you can during the show. And I pretty much nailed most of the stories. I just needed to add a bit of detail and quotes and things. Yeah, so look, Apple, Apple of uh, I think they're finding it harder and harder to surprise people. They're such a big company now. So many people with eyes on the company. But uh, I'm just going through my my rumor roundup, and I pretty much it's pretty much spot on. I think apart from the the one thing I speculated was maybe the introduction of a cheaper phone, but that wasn't to be. So iPhone 6s and 6s Plus. The marketing around this is is brilliant. In fact, I can't remember the exact tagline, but it's something like um, nothing's different, but everything's changed or something like that, because essentially it looks exactly the same. There is a rose gold version. So that's the number one way to tell if someone's got an iPhone 6S, if they've got the pink one. And another way is if you've got superhuman perception of thickness, because it's 0.2 of a millimeter thicker, the iPhone 6S, to fit in the the, the 3T touch display and the little taptic engine that's mm. in there too. So uh, that's the marketing around it because I think they struggle from the fact that you know people think they've got the latest. So the only thing that's changed is everything. everything. That's, that's that's the, the tagline, mate. Um, so critical things for me, and I, uh, we've been talking about this all day on, on the radio and stuff. But the two things that jump out for me: camera and and three D three D touch. So. I th- I'm glad they've spent a bit of bit of effort on the camera because I do feel like even though I've, I still believe the iPhone has the best camera, just overall, I'm not talking quality of photo. I'm talking overall usability of camera. iPhone is the best. Absolutely. I do think the Sony Xperia Z5s that we saw last week could challenge that, but I haven't used them and don't know the yep. software experience, so I'm not sure. But that was a critical thing. So we're talking 12 megapixel photos. We're talking very... Just on that, that's 50% more. So it was eight before. So they've got 50% more pixels on the sensor. Uh, and so that's going to be, I think, quite a significant jump. And what I also, on the, while on the camera, 4K video yeah. you're going to shoot. That's 8 million pixels per frame. And now they did nerd it up a bit with like the, all these graphics of a, you know, deep, deep down into the deep sensor. trench technology, I think they call it. And, and you know what? <laughs> that was impressive to me because it reminded me of our conversations about OLED, you know, how yeah. the single pixels and stuff. See, what happens is, you know, the light it kind of broadly goes across different pixels, if you want to call it, on the, on the sensor. And so you don't get the clarity of color. So they've done a lot of work on the sensor to get that. So we should get much better quality photos. They always show the bloody professional photographers. Yeah. They show a well, video that was did, shot on an iPhone. Point of that, didn't they? Showing all these untouched photographs. Hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah. in the hands of a professional, of I'm course. sorry, they do a very good job. And also, when they show a video, let's remember, people, that that's not someone holding an iPhone. Yeah, it's a whole freaking rig, rig going rig. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but even so, in, in, <laughs> in everyday hands... Yeah. You've got a great camera in your hand. Totally. And, and that's, look, that's always been the case. And we're spot on with the rumor that it was 12, uh, 12 megapixel. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really good news because so many people take photos with your iPhone. Yeah, on the front camera, they, they talked about a feature which I laughed at because they went and we've, we've come up with a way to create a flash. Now, they haven't put a light bulb there, uh, an LED. They've actually made it so the screen flashes. Well, breaking news, Snapchat has that. Yes. Right, you can do that in Snapchat. If you're if you're in a dark space, you press this little moon icon in Snapchat, and it does exactly that. Flashes the screen white. Now, Apple have done it differently. They've gone for a particular color um, of of the flash of screen. They've also gone for an intense brightness of the screen. So it should work quite well. It's a very smart feature, very simple use of the screen. And and just uh, sort of let's sort of blurring into the 3D touch, 3D uh, display, 3D touch display. 
if you press certain icons, including the camera icon, you you have the deep press and a little menu pops up on the home screen. Mm. One of the options is take a selfie. Yeah. So rather than actually having to dive into the camera, switch the camera around, get ready, you can straight from the home screen get right into that. So think about this with um, things like uh, the web. You know, when you're designing for the web, you want as minimal clicks as possible to get to a piece of content. So if someone comes to your homepage, it should be no more than two clicks before they find what it is they're looking for. That's essentially what they're doing with 3D Touch. Now, I wonder whether Force Touch is actually something they couldn't trademark and whether we'll see them rename Force Touch well, on all of them. Force Touch on the, on the MacBooks. But I'm wondering whether they've stuffed that up somehow and haven't been able to trademark it. Anyway, let's worry about that another time. But essentially, if you think of being able to send a, an SMS to someone, you go, you click the Messages app, then you click the New Message. So what they're doing is they're getting rid of that second press by going push and hold, like push down on the Messages app, and you get a little menu that you just slide on and you let go and on, on Compose New Message. So they're trying to simplify the process of getting to things that yeah. you regularly no, do. It's smart because you know what? The current iPhone, the, the iOS now, it is a few keystrokes to get to places, That's as, right. as you said. So one, one thing, there's two terms you're going to hear a lot of with the new uh, 3D touch display, peak and pop. They're the things that you do. Which is the new so, pinch and zoom. That's right. Well, what you, you press down, you peek. In other words, you can look You can look inside an app. You can look at an email. You can look at your options. So paint the picture there. You've got a list of yeah. 25 emails, and you, and you can see one there from Stephen Fennick. Instead of uh, you know clicking on the email and opening it, you can push on it to peek at it, yep. and then if you want it, you can you peek, you push, further, you press further, and it pops, and it pops open. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So peek and pop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and not only are Apple's uh, apps... Uh, applicable to 3D Touch. So in your messages, you can see the last three people that you sent a message to. Mm-hmm. On your on, when you're making a phone call, you can even see the last three people that you called mm-hmm. when you press the uh, when you press the icon as well. But there are third-party apps that allow you to do the same thing as well. So you can say you're in fa- on the you press on the Facebook app icon. The the options that pop up on the home screen are uh, check in or um, just create a status. Right. Uh, Instagram also allows you to, if you press on someone's name on a photo, so say you've got a photo and think, oh, what else have you done? Rather than you having to click on your name and then scroll through all your pictures, you press deep on your name and then six of your photos, your latest photos pop up. Yeah. And then if you want to look further, you just press and then pop up into the whole yeah. the whole thing. So um, you're going to see a lot of third-party apps are going to take the, take this on as well. And see, it's interesting because Force Touch on the Macs is good. Uh, Force Touch on the Apple Watch is, is good. This is, uh, this is a defining thing for Apple because it's so much different to anything that's in any other smartphone. And so it actually could be... And we've talked a lot in the past about things that Apple's kind of stolen from Android. You know, you think about your control center and notifications. They were in Android well before they were on Apple. This is something that I bet you any money. The others are going, especially the Chinese probably, Huawei probably going, we better have that. But, yeah, but one thing that, the, uh, that Apple didn't do, they didn't weigh in orange. No. Like Huawei did. Remember Huawei yeah, at, the, did, at their did. press conference? Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is something the others will look at. Because what happens here, remember... Pinch and Zoom was just a concept, but then it, 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 it was developers looked at it and developers used it in a certain way. When you have game, like imagine games producers yeah. come up with ways that if you push harder on the screen, it does a certain thing, yeah. like, you know, uh, fire a bullet might fire it further, or, yeah. you know, you're racing well, a Mario a Kart. game or a racing game. You know, yeah. it'll go faster. So you'll see some really, really great uses of that. So that, that's very interesting. The other one, which I've just reminded myself of, 
with <laughs> watching photos. watching your uh, your hands on video on techguide.com.au live photos, which for all intents and purposes are videos. Um, well, this is interesting. Isn't. It actually is, and I had a chat with the demo people, hmm. and it's a series of photographs. It's a burst. That it's a burst that's played. And it's it's like a burst, like a film would yeah, it run. It takes a second yeah. before the photo, one and a second, seconds. one and a half yeah. seconds either side. So and and so essentially, you've got this photo in your library, but then when you when you three D touch, I'm going to force touch on the photo, you can actually watch a little mini video of it. Yes. Now a couple of things that's on by default. That's going to chunk up a. I know they'll say that it's very efficient, but it'll chunk up in your memory yeah. when you're taking a bunch of photos. Also, when you're taking quick photos of the kids, you, a second and a half is a bloody long time. Yeah. So you may have missed the smile just quietly. I wonder whether you'll be able to go back into that into that image and choose an image. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but you can also now with these live photos, you can use them as moving wallpapers Mm. and even send them to your Apple Watch because uh, you know the Apple Watch face. You can now have a uh, didn't see many Apple Watches today. <laughs> every second, every person. Yeah. Best part about that. What was, was the line you said? I think every watch ever sold is in this room. Yeah. But the best part about um, we're we're into the last part, but about an hour and a half in, twenty like ninety percent of people in the room looked at their watch because it said "get up and Time move." To stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, I looked at Luke next Including to me. me yeah. yeah, yeah. There was like five of us in a row, and we all we Get all right yeah, 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 the same tap on the shoulder. Hilarious. Would it be anyway. funny if we ever unstood up though? Would that be funny? <laughs> that would have been really funny. Yeah. Maybe if Tim Cook had looked at his watch and says, "Right, right up, come I, on." I had the most nervous moment today twice. Like in about five minutes, I'm standing there in the dark because there was this dark corridor around the auditorium before you got to the hands-on, yeah. and I'm on the right. I'm doing radio spots from five. Yeah. I'm just doing it. Anyway, I'm standing there in the dark. Eddie Q walks past me while I'm talking about the stuff, right? So I'm going in there, and the camera's amazing, and 3D touches. And I'm thinking, oh, no. And then bloody Tim Cook walked past. I'm thinking, (laughs) Should have got him on the line. (laughs) I just sort of hope I said the right thing. I hope he wasn't upset with what I was saying. Because, um, I don't know what more, we've got to go through a lot of things, but price-wise... Oh, that's yeah. my biggest concern here. Yeah, this is the first time. Now you've well, been, you've been at this longer than I, but this is the first time in my in my memory that an iPhone has not been available under a thousand dollars. Yes, and it, and the first time it's gone above fifteen hundred dollars. Mm. Well, look, let's let's be frank. Let's be and, clear. And, and, and this puts in perspective Samsung too. I, I bag oh, Samsung heavily for the Note well, and the uh, yeah, S six Edge Plus thing compared to these. But yeah. but you know that's it's the dollar. We are being screwed by the dollar. People don't think the companies are doing it. They would love these things to be cheaper, but they just can't. Yeah, no, that, that's that's a good point i think that's that's i think in all the great features and, and all the wonder and excitement around the product that really is the damper on it because yeah. a lot of people are going to think what it's how much that's the reaction that i'm already getting on social media on my site people are thinking what 1500 bucks for a phone switch that into the plan context right because oh, obviously yeah. aussie's buying on a plan yeah. now you've i've already seen we've had optus release a 20 gig plan at 135 dollars vodafone have got a, a 120 gig plan at 130 dollars that, that's if you bring your buy your own device though no, no, th- no those are those are with devices with it, yeah. so you going to see a lot of plans in that $100 plus oh, range. And, and the rest, yeah, I know, especially for, for the iPhones. Right? And there's going to be a lot of demand for these. They're not, they're not out till 25th of September, pre-order from the 12th. Um, Spot on on EFTM. Yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah, so um, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> you, just, you can't give me any credit for that. I, know, I think during their presentation, I think I told you, yeah, you were right. But... Um, the- Overall, I, I actually think this is impressive. I think it's I think it's a real challenge for Apple to innovate, yeah. and they've innovated Absolutely. in this phone. Yeah, they have that, and 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 full credit to them. I think there's there's going to become a point where you know you're going to say, "What the hell? What, what, what can we do?" And yeah. they've come up with this, which is cool. So that's the iPhone 6s uh, and 6s Plus. As Stephen said, pre-orders this Saturday, and then uh, in store uh, from the 25th. So that's pretty big. 
but bigger than that, what a segue. Big way. Wow. Big iPad Pro. Now, this was 100% spot on the rumors again, but it's very different to, to hear rumors and see shells to actually see it in the flesh. It's it's magnificent. It's a big thing, it's but massive. it is so I mean, big. It's bigger wanna, than most laptop I screens. I wanted to take a picture of it next to my. I got a big head. It's bigger than my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than my head, <laughs> and that's bloody big. <laughs> um, I wish I'd have been there with you because I would have got. You know, when they had them lined no, up, I, I didn't. Got, I didn't want to do it. I do. I, I thought you know, I sort of had a rough comparison. Yeah, it's, it's a huge device. It has some pretty interesting technology in it. So for a start, it has um, four speakers. And, yes. and those, those left and right stereo switch, whether you're holding it portrait or landscape, it has a very unique screen technology, which I'm assuming will be in the next iPad Air as well, yeah. um, which, which allows them to do more detailed and accurate pixel, um, t- uh, I guess, recognition on the, on the sensitive, on the, on the touch screen, which comes into play when you buy... Sorry. <laughs> when you buy, <laughs> when you buy an Apple pencil. Apple pencil. I mean, seriously. They've, they've gone... They've they've gone with, with, not eye pencil. They're in an exec Apple meeting, pencil. right, around a boardroom, and someone's gone and said, "Listen, um, <laughs> we're going to put a stylus with this one." And someone's gone, "Listen, get out! <laughs> You're never allowed to say the word stylus ever." So you come up with a bloody name and come back here, and they've come back with the Apple Pencil. Now this is a high tech bit of kit. Um, it doesn't have a battery, and it's charged by. It does have a battery in it, but not replaceable. It's uh, it's recharges in the Lightning dock of the iPad, which is brilliant. So it can actually draw power from the iPad. I had to play with this. It's actually, uh, and it's not. Like a lot of people think, hang on a minute. This, it's not really a stylus. You're not going to use this to navigate. Like a stylus no. would you use to navigate. This is purely to draw, sketch, write, do that sort and of When things. you've got a 12.9-inch iPad yeah. and you're an artist you're right. or, a, or, a, or an architect, and they're basically saying that you can basically do pixel-perfect yeah. uh, accuracy All here. All the demos they did with Microsoft Word, they were drawing circles so, and they popped into perfect You shapes. know what? The Microsoft Word yeah. thing blew me away for two reasons. Firstly, it, it demonstrated why the iPad at 12.9 inches could work and why iOS 9 is critical. So basically, you know, because iOS 9 has this split screen feature where you can actually run two apps side by side, we're basically going back to Windows 3.11 here, right, where you used to be able, for the first time, you could run two apps at the same time. They had Word and Excel, so you could copy and paste from one to the other. And then, using the stylus, they've gone in PowerPoint and Word, and you know how you can go shapes, insert an arrow? You don't have to do any of that. You just go and just draw, just scribble an arrow, it's, it's really and it turns it into a, a proper PowerPoint shape arrow. You know what freaked me out on during my and this is in my video that I'm going to post on Tech Guide shortly. The um, there was a guy doing the drawing demonstration. I got, I videoed him doing the demonstration. Look what he's got. He's pulled out a virtual ruler. Ooh. Yeah. And it draws a perfectly straight line where you want it. Yeah, they show that in the demo. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one that freaked me out, and I, I took a little Vine video of it. Uh, here, here's a funny story. I uh, I got a notification today that I had uh, over 100,000 Vine loops in my account. You know, the number of times people view things. I took a video of Adobe's demonstration. That video has had 290,000 <laughs> loops today. It was a video of, um, they put up a picture of a beautiful young lady. Uh, and she was just standing there straight-faced. And he said, let's make a smile. And he, they just, he opened up an app called Adobe Photoshop Fix. He pressed a smile button, and he could just make it smile up and down, turn a frown upside down, just like that. It was mind-blowing. Now, here's the funny thing, and let me, let me be political here for a minute. I've seen an article already from a bunch of whinging narcs saying, how dare they, they turn, a, turn a woman's uh, face into a smile, asking a woman to smile. It was a demonstration of technology. It wasn't sexist. 
It was a demonstration of technology. It was brilliant. I've never done, seen anything like maybe it. I should have done one with a guy as well. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I'm happy anyway, to volunteer. It was brilliant, right? It was brilliant. And so that was Adobe. So they had Adobe, and let's not, let's backtrack. Microsoft yeah. on stage oh, talking about Office. On, at an Apple event, yeah. when they've got a Surface and Office, Absolutely. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just I shows how that, important yeah. Office yeah. subscriptions are to Microsoft. Let's get technical here now, Trevor, because this is a Let's. device is six point nine millimeters thick. Which, it's and, the same weight as the original iPad. Yeah, right. And um, it, it which, is... Which, let's remember, was very heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> we'll get a stand for you, mate. The A9X processor. It's big enough for me to hire somebody to hold for me. It is. 64-bit A9X processor. Uh, which is 1.8 times faster than previous. Now, this was an interesting point too, that the width of the iPad Pro screen mm. is the same as the height of the iPad Air 2. Mm. So I think it's 2,094 pixels. Mm. So I think that that really helps to scale apps. So if you want to run apps side by side, they're just going to fit, boom, up one side of the iPad Pro and possibly with something else. Mm. Don't forget the multitasking in iOS 9 is part of this too. The Apple Pencil will only work with... Sorry, I'm going to laugh for at least a week on that one. It only works with iPad Pro because it's got a special screen. That's what I mean. I think that technology yeah. will come to the it will later. It will filter down, you'd, you'd assume. But um, it, it's... The, what surprised me, and I got my hands on it, it is massive. It is really big. like Bigger than your head. You think of... Like, I'm holding up my 15-inch screen here, right? Yeah. It's not much smaller than that. No, it's not. Like, look, look, look at... It's probably like this, like, 13-inch MacBook Pro, which... Like, That's do fine. you use that? Yeah. There's that, just imagine ripping the screen off your 13-inch MacBook Pro. That's the iPad Pro. But let's just cast our, our minds a few years forward, and you've got they've, got they've released a keyboard case. Logitech will have cases, a bunch of those. But with the multitasking and with the quality of the apps like Word and Excel and those things coming, this is becoming a genuine... In, in, Microsoft led the way with the Surface being you know a, a, the, a tablet, a laptop replacement. I think the iPad Pro and iPads are going to work that no. way much better than ever before. I disagree. It's not quite there. It's still got the lightning. I didn't, didn't say now. Yeah, no, but it's still it's still not the it's still got the lightning connector. We we speculated it may have the USB C port in it. Mm. They're still not doing it. They still want you to buy their computers. There still oh, is absolutely. something holding back you using this properly. Like the Surface Pro three, the Surface three, that still is the go to laptop slash tablet. This is great, beautiful, big expensive but it still doesn't quite go over that little yeah. that little gap yep look it's huge that's all we can say and as apple themselves described it it's epic it's epic in it's, not out in its november no that's right. no pricing announced yet this is it was seven i think i've got the pricing here for the u.s pricing that's the u.s pricing 799 for the 16 gig they assume that'll be a thousand mm. maybe 1100 that'll be that'll be 1400 and it'll, it'll be probably 1600 dollars. the yeah. biggest one with 128 gig on board. Yeah. So that's... Um... Okay. Well, that's the iPad Pro. And then, uh, let, well, let's, before we talk Apple TV, let's talk watch because you were so insistent. Um, the Apple Watch updates were interesting because they, they were looking at uh, partnering again. Um, they've partnered with Hermes. Hermes. Um, and they've got a very expensive, you know, what is it, twelve or seventeen hundred dollar watch. watch? You get the watch and the band. You get the watch. Oh, geez, that's expensive for a band, but you get yeah. the watch too. So the band, you know, they've basically come up with some very nice leather bands designed with Hermes, um, plus you know, uh, watch faces that suit. They're basically looking for this whole partnership 
yeah. process to really sell these things as fashion accessories. Plus, they've got new colours in the in the sport um, yeah. al- aluminium. So there's a bunch of things so they've right. done. It's gold and rose gold to match the new iPhone. To match right. the new rose gold oh, iPhone. We didn't mention that, or well, we might have. I, I can't remember. And also the gold aluminium to match the gold watch. Yeah. So you can now really accessorise. There's, there's basically a bunch more Apple Watches available. So I had a couple of people ask me down the radio, oh, the Apple Watch has been a failure. Well, hang on, stop. In, in, by whose measure? Well, I think just to the, the, the stats were that they'd sold 205,000 in the first half of the year. Now, to qualify, they didn't go on sale till the end of April. So they're only on sale for April and May and June. So in two, and there was two, very short. Supply. In two months, they sold two hundred thousand. Analysts reckon they've sold three point six million. Whatever, well, who cares what the number it's is? A slow burn. That one. It's the fastest. It's the best selling smartwatch on the market, though. There's no one else saying they've sold more, right? Are they? So it's a it's a bloody great watch. Yeah. Not for everyone. No, I agree. But I think what what, what they did demonstrate today that Watch OS two, that's going to be such a a. a, a a real step change for the Apple Watch. I think that's going to reload. At the moment, it's good, and it's it's handy with certain little it's good, but not great. Watch OS two is going to change the game. Yeah. I think there's going to be so many uh, apps that run on the watch, so they're native. That's going to. They gave some demonstrations. Hey, what about the medical? The the, Healthcare, the doctor. Yeah. The, he was watching his, his his patient's heart rate on his watch, and that that kind of that kind of use on your wrist. That's going to be the real change. At the moment. It's not it's not as as compelling as that, yeah. but it's that's just around the corner. I think when does that launch as well? iOS two September sixteen as well. Yeah, we should mention right. iOS nine, which is a free download for current iOS users, is also September sixteen. All right, let's wrap it up with the Apple TV. I, to be honest, I think this is the best announcement of the day. I think this is a, this is a potential game changer in many ways. So Apple TV, brilliant, hundred nine dollars. Google Chromecast, $49, similar-ish, but the Apple TV comes with apps and content built on it, so you can kind of do what you want without having to have a smartphone. The new Apple TV is 20 steps forward from that. So firstly, it's a bit bigger. It has actually onboard storage. The reason it has onboard storage is not to download movies to, but to download apps apps to. They're going to have an app store for Apple TV, which means that anyone can build an app for Apple TV. They had bloody Andy Sum from from Hipster Whale on stage from Melbourne demonstrating Crossy Road, my favourite app, and a bunch of great blokes... Excuse yeah, on, me. on the big screen, it was a. It's it's really going to turn the television into this other venue now for your apps. Like uh, that, they did that. They've kind of they've they've iOS defied it. They've brought in tvOS. They've brought in Siri as well, App Store. So it's it's taken that mobile experience, putting it on the biggest and best screen in the house. Yeah. Um, and and that's a great move. Them them creating the OS, the developer kit, so that yeah. people can create developers can create for the screen as well. The remote control has uh, a microphone, so you can you can. Summon Siri plus it has accelerometers and all that and a, and a touch interface so you can actually use it to swipe around and if you're playing a game that the remote is the controller like your iPhone would be seriously I reckon this is the thing we'll be talking about in a year as as being huge for Apple because yeah. people have said oh it's not an Xbox it's not meant to be an Xbox or a PlayStation if you don't want those things but you love having these little games it's bloody sensational there will, there will be uh, the, you know I think they mentioned Guitar Hero yeah. Crossy Road we mentioned as well although I was watching the Crossy Road demo. Were they were they trying to were they trying to um, have I think they were using their iPhone as the um, as no, the controller. Using, no, they were using the. Yeah, uh, I thought the, I saw him using his no, iPhone as a controller. Using the Apple Apple so TV how do you remote. So play multiplayer then. You yeah, need two, two you remotes. Get a second remote. Really? Or, or you might be able to pair it. Yeah, you could you I could probably you pair a yeah, you could pair a, yeah. pair a phone as well. Yeah. But, so uh, yeah. you know it's 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 huge because the interface is is vastly improved. If you do a Siri search, so let's say you say, Hey Siri, can I watch a, an action movie uh, with Clint Eastwood in it? 
she'll come back and say, well, here's 10 things that are on iTunes, here's some things that are on Netflix, here's some things that are on Stan. It's going to be deep dive into content, deep dive. So look, I, I do think I think it's I think it's a game changer because I think they'll they'll bring the iOS like experience to people who don't have Apple devices. Yeah. One other thing, it's going to really make your TV smart. I think is what, what's uh, going to happen. It's going to be we don't have pricing yet again. Yeah, We're looking know. at October. Yeah, hoping the dollar goes up. I think the Aussie dollar goes up. This is going to be yeah. two hundred fifty dollar item. Yeah, oh maybe not. I reckon maybe one nine nine. It look it looks almost the same. The actual the actual box a, a little bit taller, but I, I think the you know the remote is. I, I don't, if they can keep this under one ninety nine, under two hundred, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Look, at the moment, what is it now? One hundred and seven dollars. Do you reckon? So you reckon this new Apple TV is double that? Is it twice as? That's good? my problem. I don't think it is. I don't think so. It'd be one nine nine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll make Unless it. Unless the dollar price. tips it up to two twenty nine or something. I think like. that's a problem. Um, yeah. The other thing that has escaped me now in my mind, there was something about the phone I wanted to mention, but oh, has bloody... escaped you in your mind. Yeah, it was in yeah. there. I was going to bring it up, and then it's gone. <laughs> then some bloke, uh, then the housekeeper tried to come in. The radio ringing anyway. So that'll be available. Coffee machines going off. October. Um, we don't have pricing. Late October, they said. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got the iPads in November. The iPhones are pre-orders this week. I mean, it's a big day. It is big massive. Day. And I can't recall a bigger event where more products are announced yeah. at a single event. Yeah. Normally, they space it out or really focus in on something and really dive deep into all the features. Well, they did that today anyway. A lot of demos. I think it was the longest one we've ever done. I think it went for two, two hours, 2015. Yeah, yeah, it was one Republic long. at the end. That's right, yeah. yeah so. Smashing that out. <laughs> so it was... Uh... <laughs> Do me a favour, mate. Don't uh, don't give up your day job. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, lots of information on both our websites: astm.com.au, techguide.com.au. Stephen's got a bunch of hands-on photos and videos also going yep. up on techguide.com.au. And we should say Stephen's going to be entertaining himself here in the United States with very very important business meetings over yes. the coming weeks. So there'll be a lot of uh, international two blokes talking tech over the weeks ahead. Um, but huge day in Apple world and uh, all the info is on our website. You can follow us on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Finnick. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on, on the Apple yeah. event, on the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I've already had some responses. I think a lot of people are really responding to the big iPad. Uh, a lot of uh, people who like people like musicians and artists and, and the creative types are yeah. looking at that as maybe a, a way to not have to lug their laptop around with them. Mm. Uh, so yeah, interesting to see the reaction. Um, will we see the lines out the front of the stores for the the iPhone launch in a couple of weeks? Not big, but we'll definitely have yeah. lines. I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be on a plane coming back from the US from this trip. Lots I don't get back to uh, till the twenty sixth. So. Stephen Finnick, Airport. Yeah, that's right. But no, I, I look big day all round for Apple, and uh, I think that's our cue, Trevor. You've got to go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech. Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Finnick. 